Hi, I'm Danielle, and this is Chatter Out Loud, a podcast where I share thoughts and TV commentary, starting with one of my favorite shows, Big Brother. In this episode, I am sharing a recap of Big Brother 23, Episode 4, Eviction Night. So Julie Chen Moonves opens the show, sharing that the week was filled with teams, twists, and temptation of the $750,000 grand prize, sending the house guests into overdrive. They kicked off the show... Um, showing us a recap leading up to Frenchie's HOH and his two nominees, which are Alyssa and Travis. Then they picked up from the veto ceremony. So we see in the confessionals a few of the house guests sharing their thoughts on how the veto was played. Um, Derek X explains why he used the veto. He thinks that Kai didn't deserve being put on the block and that he um, would, him using the veto would get him good in with Frenchie, right? Because Frenchie um, wanted him to use the veto and then he didn't want him to use the veto. I mean, Frenchie was going back and forth, but in that moment when Derek X decided to use the veto, he thought it would get him good in with Frenchie. So Frenchie wants us to believe that his ultimate goal was to get out of meathead and that he was proud of, um, how everything came together and proud that it worked as if he planned all of this all along, please. So in Travis's confessional, he hinted that he planned to take Frenchie down if he goes out. Um, And so we're going to talk about that a little bit more. But that led me to believe that he would um, call Frenchie out, you know. And I don't remember seeing that on the live feeds. But again, we'll talk about that in a second. So one of the funny moments um, were that they cut to were when the girls, a few of the girls, it was Tiffany, Hannah, and Alyssa, they substituted Frenchie for the F word. So, and as an example, they said, you know, what the French? (laughs) I thought that was funny. Um, And I can already see that taken off on BB Twitter. I saw a couple of tweets where people were inserting Frenchie for the F word. So (laughs) I have to remember to do that. Um, So they cut to Frenchie talking to Xavier and he says that he notices how Xavier analyzes everything. And I remember him repeating this to other house guests on the live feeds, um, which leads me to believe that he feels like Xavier is a threat to him in the game. And that at some point when he has power, he's going to target him. Um, And uh, here, what what I want to say is that Frenchie isn't 100% wrong about this because Xavier is perceptive. You know, I think he is. Um, And he has kind of taken on the role in the house of being the calm one in the middle of the storm, you know, calming people down, you know, inferring things. And I think that's part of his background as being a lawyer. So I can see where he can um, become a threat to other people. You know, when people start... you know, because Frenchie made so much noise in the first week of the H of his HOH, um, now that he's going to be losing power, that he lost power tonight, you know, his HOH is over. I think a lot of the other people's gameplay will now reveal themselves and start and people start to pay attention. It's just that when you have so much noise and it's like, look that way, look that way. That's how Frenchie was. So no one had time to realize anyone as any anyone else's game, you know, because Frenchie just was so noisy the whole week. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go to fast forward. So Frenchie came up with the name Slaughterhouse, 
um, for his big alliance he wanted to start. And the first two in the alliance were Frenchie, Xavier. Well, the first two that Frenchie um, recruited in the alliance was Xavier and Whitney. And of course, it didn't stop there because according to Frenchie, he wanted to do this since he was, he's been watching Big Brother and blah, 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 blah. Um, and then next thing you know, the additional members added to the slaughterhouse were Kai, Derek F., Christian, and as I mentioned, um, Xavier and Whitney. And when they were all in the room to solidify the alliance, in true Frenchy fashion, he gave a motivational speech, or what he thought was a motivational speech. What the French? (laughs) Um, But of course, he didn't stop there. Then he decides to get more people in the alliance, and, and so he added both Alyssa and Brent. And that's a lot of people in the alliance. I think that brings it up to eight people in the alliance. And I'm not sure how this alliance will work because, as Xavier pointed out, there's already tension amongst the alliance team members because of the conflict that Frenchie stirred up in his week of HOH. So it's going to be interesting to see how that alliance comes together or if they'll work together and stuff like that. I don't think they'll be too successful, but we'll have to see. And I found it interesting that Derek F., in his confessional, he acknowledged that the alliance was too big and he's willing to jump ship if if necessary. And with all, all the alliances, you have to come up. Um, well, I would, let me back up. With any alliance um, over the years, we've seen them come up with like a gesture or a sign or a symbol or, or a phrase or something to represent that alliance. Um, So they, so for the slaughterhouse, they have this big chopping sign that they do with their hand. (laughs) Okay. Um, So they switched to, they switched to Frenchie talking to the cameras. Uh, No, I don't care. (laughs) Frenchie's just arrogant. He thinks he's running the house, bottom line, but he's not. Uh, He's going to get a wake up call in this upcoming week. All right. So Frenchie then wanted to create an all girl alliance with him with him in it, called the French Kisses. And I pause for effect. First of all, how can you create a girl alliance when you're not even a girl? He doesn't identify as a girl. He's not a girl. So why is he trying to create an all-girl alliance? Um, and luckily, it's not luckily, these women are smart. So he was trying to get the buy-in of Aza, Tiffany, Hannah, Claire, Frenchie. And, and now he wanted to, or Frenchie was trying to get um, the buy-in from Aza, Tiffany, Hannah, Claire, and now Sarah Beth. And I think um, it may have been a fake alliance. Maybe he was doing this for the camera. I don't know. But he wanted to create a girl alliance called French Kisses. And all the girls in their confessionals, they were like, what, what? So I don't think any of them bought that or took it seriously for that matter. And it kind of actually is showing how frantic Frenchie is, you know, just how silly he is. And so it's just going to work against Frenchie. People are already seeing through his BS or his French. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So fortunately, none of the girls are buying into it. Um, but they don't negatively react in front of Frenchie face because in the game, sometimes you have to go along to get along. And it, appear, it appears that everyone has caught on to, to Frenchie um, and they entertain some of his antics. 
but in the end, behind his back, they don't they don't always follow through. Or if they do, it's like at a limited or restricted um, capacity because no one, because Frenchie is just a clown. All right. And I, well, let me take that back. I don't want to insult people because I'm trying to be in the spirit of the game. So I take back that he's a clown. I, let's just say he's not fooling anyone. You know, he, he thinks he's strategic, but he's not fooling anyone. And it's going to um, work against him in the upcoming weeks. Um, so then they turn their attention to Travis and how he has managed his week being on the block. Um, he shows that he's down to have a good time. And what I mean by that is is when... Um, let me go back here. Oh, I lost my place. I'm sorry, you guys. So I'm talking about Travis having a good time during his week of HOH. Yeah, he didn't run around the house looking crazy. So he shows that he's down to have a good time and potentially he's trying to win over the roommates. So he, there was one uh, for Kai's birthday, he dressed up in a dress and, and, and makeup and gave Kai like a lap dance in front of all of the house guests. And it was kind of fun. Um, Travis just showed he was a good sport. Now I wish he had shown this a little bit earlier um, or this side of him because everything that I've seen on the live feed, it just turned me off from Travis. Just some of the statements he made about women and just, I don't know, his, his thought process. And and he thinks highly of himself with the abs. And, oh, just, ugh. All right, so they pivot to Travis talking with his teammates, um, Kai, Claire, and Tiffany. And then they begin to strategize to um, find a way for Travis to stay, right? To get all of the house guests to vote to keep Travis this week over Alyssa. So they convinced Travis to use the fact that he could be a shield and offer more to the game than Alyssa does. And as we would expect, the next scene shows Travis going into the HOH room with both Brent and Frenchie regurgitating what his teammates um, tried to get him to work up to say to Frenchie. And I found, and other people are figuring this out too, but Brent is always around with Frenchie, always in his ear, and people have taken notice. So... Um, it's going to catch up with Brent as well. One thing that I found interesting is that Travis chose to pitch this to Frenchie, but not to the other house guests as far as I could see. Um, and the house guests are the ones that are casting the vote. So it would have made sense for me for him to give that pitch to the other house guests and potentially change their mind, you know? So they go to the living room to talk with the house guests live, um, after they show all the footage and stuff, they cut to the living room live with the house guests, right? So they go, they're in the living room. All of them are so fresh and so clean, clean. <laughs> um, fast forward, they go to the speeches to give, you know, the two nominees um, give a little speech, trying to give a last minute ditch effort to get the house guests to vote in their favor. They'll both give a plug, um, a shout out to their family and friends. Alyssa plugs her website for her business, which is a smart girl to take advantage of that platform. Travis takes his shirt off. <laughs> then he makes a nice speech until it got to the very end where he was talking about shaving cream. Just yuck. Um, at that moment, that led me to believe that because his nomination speech ended so silly, he was comfortable in that moment. Um, and going home, he knew he was going home and he was okay with it. 
So in the end, Travis got 11 votes to be evicted and Alyssa only got two. Um, He was very classy in his exit. He showed a good side. You know, this was the, like, I don't know. I I had um, reservations about Travis in the beginning. I, I wasn't a fan of him, him taking off the shirt and his arrogance and stuff. But he did, he was very classy when he exited the home. I mean, he shook everyone's hand or gave him a hug. Um, And it just showed me another side. I just wish he would have shown up like this earlier in the game. Um, And I, I don't even know if he really knew the game. But anyway, so he exits the home. He goes out to talk to Julie Chen like each evicted house guest will do this season. And when she asked why, why did he think he was evicted, then he goes back to the Travis that just is so unappealing, talking about, oh, he heard that he's a white guy or white guys with abs go first. And it just went right back to him being out of touch and just unlikable and just so unfamiliar with Big Brother, you know? But now he's gone, so... You know, we don't have to worry about him anymore. I haven't really kept up with the live fees, but Julie shared um, when she was talking with Travis, uh, she mentioned that right before they went on air, Travis tried to blow up Frenchie's game by sharing that he offered him safety and went back on his word. Um, So I'd be interested to know where that was uh, or or how that came about because it didn't seem like... Yeah, I'm just interested to know how that worked and if that had any impact. So I guess we'll see um, in the upcoming day or so if what Travis said on his way out to the house guests worked. Um, His goodbye messages, um, the goodbye messages that the house guests made to Travis, they were okay. They were decent. It looked like Derek X was a little emotional because, you know, he was in a bromance kind of. Or he said a bromance that wasn't able to ever get started. Um, you know, because Derek X is close to Colin and Travis. So it was he was a little sad. And I felt for him. But that's the world of Big Brother, right? One person wins. They evict people. And that's part of it. All right. So now we fast forward to the house um, head of household competition. Uh, before they go out, it looks like it's a giant pool table. And that the object is to hit the ball in the shark's mouth. Um, There are a number of markers on the ground to take the shot. And one is the easiest marker because that's closest to the shark's mouth. And it's more of a linear shot. So it's straight. And 30 is the most difficult. It's the furthest away from the shark's mouth. And it would take the ball to have some type of curve on it um, to sink into the shark's mouth. And so Julie mentioned that the bank shots... Uh, or And she also mentioned that bank shots, like they can't go against the wall and then into the shark's mouth, they're not allowed. So they have to hit the ball, get it into the shark's mouth. And just keep in mind, one is the easiest and 30 is, 30 is the hardest. So they had all the house guests lined up and then the house guests have to claim a number spot, you know, so they have to pick a number where they want to hit the ball from using their keypad. And right as um, they were... Uh, getting ready to begin 
the house guests selecting numbers on the keypad. They had technical difficulties. They cut to break and then they come back. And um, once we rejoin the house guests in the backyard, all the house guests are on their markers. So we missed how they did the selections with the keyboard and all of that. Um, and I was really interested to see how that worked because apparently if they hit the button, like if, if more than one house guest selected a number, they would have to hit it again. So to me, it would seem like whoever hit the number first, you know? So anyway, all of the house guests are lined up on their numbers. Um, Alyssa began as the lead, um, since she was the first one to hit, make her shot. Then Brent became the lead for a while. And I was worried because I didn't want Brent to be HOH, you know? So he was in the lead for a while until Kylan lands it. Now, once Kylan was up, after Kylan, it was Derek F., Sarah Beth, and Derek X. So from Kylan through Derek X, I didn't care which one of those won, uh, won the competition. Just one of them had to take out Brent. And... um just as I had hoped, Kai wound up winning, making him and his entire team, the Queens, safe for the week. And the Queens now are Kai, Tiffany, and Claire. So they're all safe, and um, that's a good thing. You had to see Frenchie's face, by the way. He kind of... I wonder what's going through his mind. We're going to... I'm hoping that it's he's not as crazy as, or he's not as erratic as last week. But the look on his face, I mean, <laughs> oh, it was rich. Okay. Um, so then I see, you know, after all of this, when people are celebrating and congratulating Kai, I see Christian shaking his head with all these curls. He has Shirley Temple curls. He's another one that's like full of himself. But I, I have to remember, he's young. So th- this is the time where you do that and you know, your world is kind of limited because, you know, he really has no life experience. He lives with his parents. So I just have to keep that in mind. But it just, I saw him shaking his hair again, (laughs) trying to get the bangs or his hair out of his face. It's just, I can't stand it. (laughs) All right. So as Julie begins to wrap up the show, she announces to the viewers, not to the house guests, but to us um, who were watching, she announces that for this week's wild comp competition, the winner will have to switch teams for safety. So I thought that was a good twist. I can't wait to see how that works. Um, I wonder who will uh, volunteer to be in the wild card comp. Because be- remember, you only get to play once until every member of your team plays. Then you can play again. So I anticipate Frenchie being one that would want to play because... He's not going to feel safe at all this week. Maybe Brent, that's another one. So we'll have to see how that works out. And then when they find out that they have to switch teams, <laughs> can you imagine if Frenchie won the wild card comp and then switched over to the Queens? I wonder how Tiffany and Claire will react. <laughs> that would be hysterical. All right, so... You know, as they do in true Big Brother fashion, they eavesdropped on the guests. And I just heard Alyssa, Alyssa whisper something in Tiffany's ear, talking about, you're, you're safe you're safe anyways. So I don't know what that's about. Um, Julie ends her message. I think she started this last season with all the tension and stuff like that. Um, 
and the protest that happened. So she's trying to be positive. And her message at the end of this episode was be strong and courageous. <laughs> um, I mean, that's not funny, but I just, the idea that she, the, the messages that I just, I don't know. I'm not, I have mixed feelings about that. Anyway, so I can't wait to see the details about the wild card comp and how that works and how the house guests react to that. Um, so that's going to be good. Uh, I think that'll stir things up. I wonder who will volunteer to play. I'm very happy Kai won HOH and he's safe. Um, it should, by him winning the HOH, that should uh, keep the cookout safe for another week. So I'm excited about that. Um, I'm excited that both Tiffany and Claire are safe for the week. Yay. Um, and I can't wait to see the interaction with Frenchie and Brent this week since Kai is now a part of the Slaughterhouse Alliance. But, you know, he's HOH. So I don't know. You can best believe that that alliance will expect Kai to put someone out, um, put someone on the block that's not in that alliance. So when he doesn't, it's just going to show his hand. Um, and so if we take a look, um, and remember that the members of the Slaughterhouse are Frenchie, Kai, Derek F. So let me start over. The members of the Slaughterhouse are Frenchie, Kai, Derek F., Christian, Xavier, Whitney, Brent, and Alyssa. So if Kai puts up any of those people, that's going to show his hand. And who he has left to pick that's not in that alliance is Aza, Brittany, Derek X, Hannah, Sarah Beth, Claire, and Tiffany. And tonight we know Claire and Tiffany, they're safe, so he can't put up them. Um, you're not going to convince me that he's going to entertain even putting up Aza, you know, because she's part of the cookout. He's not going to put up Derek X because, you know, Derek X used the veto against Kai and their friends in the house, you know, they're bros. I don't think he'd put up Hannah because she's also part of the cookout, like the honorary member. So they're protecting Hannah as well. So that would leave Brittany and Sarah Beth. And for some reason, I don't think he'll, he'd put up Sarah Beth, but we'll have to see about that. I know if he puts up anyone in the slaughterhouse, the alliance is pretty much done <laughs> and it's just going to show Kai's hands and then there's going to be fireworks. So I think the wild card competition will also reveal a little bit about the teams and where their alliances lie um, in terms of who will volunteer to play or will they leave it to fate? You know, because some people are running nervous now since Kai won, i.e. Frenchie and Brent. So we'll see how they react to all of this. Um, and yeah, we'll go from there. So we'll have to see. I'm happy Kai won and I can't wait. I want to see his HOH room. I want to see his pictures. Um, by the way, I was thinking, I don't remember them airing Frenchie's HOH room. Like who wants to see my HOH room? And if I'm mistaken, somebody just leave in the comments and let me know. But I don't remember seeing that. Um, they may have done it online, but I don't know. I don't remember seeing it aired on the show. So I don't know if they did away with that or it's just Frenchie was just too much, too much other stuff going on with him. So they didn't have time to edit that in. I don't know. Also, I just thought they didn't play HOH and teams this week. It was like individual play, but whoever wins, of course, their entire team would be safe. Um, 
But I, I just mentioned that because um, in the first HOH, the last place team, all were have-nots. So how would they pick have-nots this week? Are they going to volunteer? Does the HOH get the pick? You know? I don't know. And I wonder if they can make have-nots like individuals. Individual people. Or pick individual people for have-nots. Or do they have to pick an entire team? So I'm interested to see how that works. So you guys have to let me know what you think. Leave me a comment. And also let me know what you think about Colin and who he'll wind up nominating. Who do you think he'll nominate this week? It's going to definitely be interesting. And it's going to kind of tip his hand a little bit. So I hope he's smart about it. I hope Tiffany and Claire stays in his ear the entire week. (laughs) Those are two smart players. So I'm definitely hoping that they'll continue to have an influence over Kai, um, influencing his influencing his nominations without letting him know he's being influenced. <laughs> uh, I think those ladies are playing a fantastic game, and I'm Team Tiffany. So, so I will be here for it all. I'll come back to share recaps and thoughts and all of the gameplay that ensues. So be sure to um, come back, give me a listen, follow, subscribe, leave me a comment, leave me a message. Um, You can find me by looking for Chatter Out Loud. I have this podcast. I tweet. I'm on YouTube. So look for Chatter Out Loud and you'll find me. I'll also have links in the description um, to where you can find me. So you have to check that out. Okay. So my name is Danielle and you're listening to my podcast, Chatter Out Loud. Thank you so much for joining me. and I appreciate your support. And that's all I have. So thanks again for listening and I'll talk to you next time.